All discussion during the Invest Wisely program is intended for informational and educational purposes. It is not an offer to buy or sell or solicitation of an offer to buy or sell any security or instrument or to participate in any particular trading strategy. We do not offer tax, accounting, or legal advice. Consult your tax or legal advisor before making any decision that could affect your tax or legal situation. All investing involves risk, including the possible loss of principal. You should carefully consider investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of any investment before investing. Diversification and asset allocation do not guarantee a profit or guarantee against loss. Securities and investment advisory services are offered by Robert W. Baird & Company, Incorporated, a registered broker, dealer, and investment advisor, member NYSE, FINRA, and SIPC. Welcome once again to Invest Wisely with Walt Zucchero. Walt is the managing partner of the AKW Group. They have advisors here in Fairlawn, Akron, Ohio, and also in suburban Pittsburgh, Washington, Pennsylvania. If you're listening, no matter where you're listening, you can uh, give us a call and ask uh, Walt questions about the stock market, investing, how the AKW Group invests their clients' money in individually owned stock portfolios. 330-673-1234 is the number to call here in Akron. That's out of Akron and all over, including those listening in uh, Pittsburgh and Washington, Pennsylvania on W1R.com. Call us toll-free, 800-669-4100. Well, Walt, the election is over, and the market seemed like that. <laughs> they did, are back to getting you back to the, down to business of, of making money, seeing what companies are profitable or not, and they had a pretty good week last week, so I guess now we can just get down to business. Yeah, for sure, Bob. It was great to, well, kind of get it behind us, I guess. Um, it, you know, I think there's an old quote, I think, of um, by uh, Soren Kierkegaard, who said, you know, life can only be understood um, backwards, but it must be lived forward. And, and I think that's really what, you know, this election, we, we were leading up to it. Everybody was trying to make sense of it and, you know, trying to make uh, investment decisions or, you know, wondering what they should be doing. But, you know, really, we have a much better understanding um, now that it's, it's somewhat past. Uh, I think we're going to still face, you know, some contention and, and some, you know, potential. Uh, you know, I don't think that the current administration is just going to walk away without a little bit of a fight. But at least we have a little bit more knowledge of how the market feels. Uh, last week was a really solid week. We saw the Dow Jones uh, jump up almost 7% for the week, 6.9%. Closed 1,821 points higher, at 28,323, and uh, moved back to almost flat ter territory. We're down 0.8% year to date. Uh, the S&P 500 moved up 7.3% for the week, so 239.48 points up, uh, close to 3,509.44. And again, year to date, we're at 8.6%. Uh, the NASDAQ was up 9% for the week, 983 points uh, advance. Uh, we closed at 11,895. And again, year-to-date, that NASDAQ is at 32.6%. And then we saw even the small-cap stocks, the Russell 2000, bounce back 6.9% uh, last week, 105 points, uh, 1,644. And year-to-date, only down 1.4%. Uh, we saw the Treasury rates bounce around a little bit, but still ended the week a little bit lower. We got the two-year at 0.16%, uh, the five-year at 0.36%, the 10-year at 0.82%, and the 30-year at 1.6%. And again, Bob, the reason we talk about those risk-free rates is just for 
listeners out there to you know think about rates they're they're evaluating if you're evaluating something on a five year basis that's paying you two or three or four or five percent and you think about that risk free rate of the u s treasury at point three six you're you're taking a lot of risk and it, you know we always caution people taking risk on the fixed income side you know when people are looking at fixed income investments, they typically want safety and you know it and people sometimes do the exact opposite by trying to stretch for yields they're taking risk uh, that they don't understand they're taking sometimes so we always caution that but uh overall Bob, it was an, it was a you know really good week for the market and it was nice at least to you know get some of those election worries behind us um and we'll see where we're heading as we go into next week so now the politics have been uh, adjusted with the market and now they're moving forward to do the business as usual let's look at some of those big picture areas that the market is really concerned about and find out how you're feeling about that today uh, earnings now earnings are still coming in how are earnings looking as we enter into the uh, couple last couple months of the fourth quarter of this year yeah i mean bob this is where we spend a lot of time you know we we look at the this is the bottom up view it's looking at individual companies and we have hundreds and hundreds of companies that are reported now, and you know we look at a data set by fact set out there, and earnings look a lot better. Of course, expectations were very low, uh, but on average, you know companies are reporting about 19.3 percent earnings uh, above estimates, and um, you know that's that's a really solid type of uh, performance. You know when they're we're overperforming expectations, so earnings are looking good, and a lot of the companies we're following are, are following suit. Now, we talked about a little bit about interest rates, and as we know, last week the Fed decided not to do anything about these super low interest rates that they're putting forth. Uh, so we expect that to uh, to continue, and to expect the Fed to be equally as a as a cooperative uh, in the uh, in the new year in the new administration. Yeah, I think the Federal Reserve and Jerome Powell and all the Fed governors, you know, everybody's been very accommodative this year. I think they've done a lot to support the market, and it's probably a, a reason the market has held together. Um, you know, their meeting last week, they voted unanimously to, you know, target Fed funds at that zero to 0.25% rate. Um, they continued to commit to purchasing, you know, treasuries to the tune of about $120 billion and agency-backed securities up to $40 billion. And, and they keep they're still having discussion around, you know, using that purchasing program that they have to support the market, the fixed-income market, in areas that's needed. And, you know, I think that assurance that there's some support from the Fed and, you know, the willingness to step forward and stabilize the fixed income market and the banking system uh, gives a lot of confidence, I think, to Wall Street. So really the biggest concern that still faces the country and, and the markets and everybody is the coronavirus pandemic. It's not, uh, it's getting worse. Uh, we have some hope that something may be done about it in the near future. But right now, how does the market uh, view that? And uh, what are, the, what are they optimistic that we'll have a resolution sometime in the near future? I think the coronavirus continues to be a concern, Bob, but I think it's people's reaction to the coronavirus. And if this new administration potentially will have a different reaction to it, um, you know, if we're if we're going to be fearful and, you know, have lockdowns and, and, you know, keep businesses from moving forward, that would be a bad thing. But, you know, if we continue to preach, you know, good safety, uh, you know, using masks and, you know, proper hygiene and, you know, taking the you know the right precautions, but continue to open the economy up, and and you know, looking at the advances in therapeutics and the hopes of you know vaccines coming soon. So it really is all dependent on behavior and approach. It's you know the coronavirus. We understand it better than ever. 
Um, yes, there's a lot of cases. There's a lot more testing. Um, a lot of people are recovering from it. You know, the fear factor has to die down at some point, and I think we have to, you know, continue to go back to living our lives. Once again, Walter Kerr is our expert with the AKW Group in Fairlawn and in Washington, Pennsylvania. If you have some questions, we'd like you to call, of course, at 330-673-1234. And outside of Akron, listening on WNR.com, it's it's toll-free for you, 800-669-4100. So let us get into our Stock Talk segment. Time of the program where you as a listener can call and ask any particular question you want about a stock offer or an issue that uh, you are concerned about. Maybe you own it. You'd like, like to own it. You'd like to sell it. You want to know how it's doing. Give us a call. Those numbers again, 330-673-1234. And outside of Akron and on WNIR.com for our listeners there in the Pittsburgh area, 800-669-4100. Lines open. So call right now. Let's talk to Walt about stocks and individual companies. Uh, we'll kick it off with uh, uh, one of the companies that is in your core equity stock portfolio at the AKW Group, and that is Alibaba. It's a Chinese uh, online and mobile retail marketplace giant, one of your holdings, and uh, it might have been impacted by the uh, delay of uh, the public offering of the ANT Group. So what do you think about Alibaba? Is it still a, a buy or a sell going forward? Yeah, Bob, we really like Alibaba. Um, you know, it's held in well through a very difficult year for them. You know, I mean, again, they were the early, early, impacted early by the pandemic early in the year. And, of course, um, you know, a lot of concerns about backlash uh, with the, you know, U.S. Uh, and China uh, trade situations and how that might impact some of their global sales. But, again, they do most of their business over in China. Uh, they operate those online marketplaces. Their cloud computing business has been quite strong. Uh, they also have a very strong digital media and entertainment platform and logistics services. Uh, this company continues to you know, operate at a very high efficiency. Their sales were up 37% for the quarter uh, at $22.8 billion over $16.7 billion. And earnings were $265 a share over $1.84 a share a year prior. That's up 44%. So uh, we like Alibaba. Uh, the, the stock dropped uh, last week. Um, there was a. They own about 32% of Ant Financial, and uh, they were going to bring that IPO to the market. It was supposed to be the biggest IPO ever, and in, in the history of uh, securities out there, around 37 billion dollars. Um, and they pulled that offering. The Chinese government stepped in, and uh, you know they had concerns about the business model and and some of the micro lending and, and the banking system over there in China, and they are asking um, Jack Ma to go back and, and rework the business model and, and the IPO offering. So that could delay that up to six months, and that impacted Alibaba a little bit. I mean, when you're when you're expecting a capitalization event and you know a good amount of you know new money coming into the uh, company. Uh, from that IPO and to have that delayed, that does impact, but it doesn't affect the underlying business. And I think this is a good opportunity to look at Alibaba. If you haven't owned it, uh, it's back under $300 a share. And I think this is a company that has a really good framework for growth over the next five to 10 years. Another company, uh, Peloton Interactive, put up some uh, good numbers recently, but you uh, sold that stock out of your small mid-cap portfolio. Now, a good question is, why would you sell a stock that quickly when it is putting up uh, still some pretty good numbers? Yeah, Bob, this was a short-term hold for us. Uh, we only held this for about a month. And, and we moved away from it because we're afraid of execution. Um, uh, re- earnings and revenue are great. I mean, the revenues were up almost 232%, uh, $757 million over 228 and 
Earnings were up 211%. But what we're concerned about is that sometimes companies grow too fast, and they're having a lot of delays. Um, they're, they're unable to fulfill the demand of the bikes. And, you know, there's a lot of competition. You know, you see a lot of these, uh, you know, at-home workout products starting to be developed. And as I said, you know, competitors don't stand around and, you know, they react. They upgrade their offerings. There's going to be lower price offerings. So, you know, Peloton had an opportunity here to execute. And if, if people have long delays and they can cancel orders and move to other, you know, products, if, if they really want to start working out, you know, you don't want to wait three, six months for delivery. So um, it's it's one of those things. Sometimes growth can hurt a company if it's not well managed. And if you can't really step up to the production quick enough, uh, when when you have a lot of demand, that that can really be a negative as well. So uh, we moved past it. We we may come back to it, but again, we held it for a month, and we were happy with the holding time that that we had. Another company we'll talk about with uh, Walt Sakira of the AKW Group, and again, urging you to call with your questions about individual stocks at 330-673-1234 or 800-669-4100. Match Group. Now, as a holding in your small mid-cap portfolio, they reported their earnings last week. So what did you see from the Match Group quarterly earnings, and are you still considering it a buy, or are you maybe thinking about uh, selling it? Well, Match had great earnings, and I guess if online dating is here to stay, and it really picked up during the pandemic, um, we saw revenues up 18% uh, for the quarter at $639.8 million over uh, 541.5 the year prior. Um, a big story for Match is Tinder. Uh, Tinder had an, an incredible amount of growth for users for the quarter. Uh, they're at 6.6 million users. Uh, they're rolling out new services, Bob. So you know anybody out there interested in online dating, they're they're going to start bringing this message before you. They match uh, type of thing and um, priority likes. Uh, they also launched video chats this year. So. Yeah, I think this is a, you know, really, it's been a trend, you know, before the pandemic, you know, online dating and, you know, obviously human connection and relationships are really important. It's it's a core, you know, if you look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, I mean, love is at the base. And, you know, so it's it's something that everybody looks for. And, uh, you know, a lot of people turn here for, you know, hope and, and hoping meeting a partner. And, you know, so it plays into a basic uh, human emotion, and and again, a company that's uh, doing a really good job executing, you know, uh, their their business model. Uh, Cupid, draw back your bowl. It's, <laughs> it's great stuff. Uh, as a pet owner, I've uh, been following companies like this one because they are quite interesting. Fresh Pet, you hold that in your small mid cap portfolio again. They reported last week, and what was your reaction to their quarterly earnings? Again, Bob, impressed. You know, I mean, if you look at this company, revenues were up 29%, 84.2 million over 65.3 million the year prior. Uh, earnings were up 13% for the quarter. And again, this plays into a trend that I don't think changes. I mean, if you look at the two biggest um, generations out there, the baby boomers and then the millennials, uh, they're huge pet owners. Um, as we said, 84.9 million households have a pet. You know, you compare that to children, only 33 million households have children. So, you know, it's almost, uh, it's way, way more than double, almost triple. And, uh, you know, pet ownership has become a, a big thing. And people treat their, their pets like family. You know, they're humanizing their pets. They're buying more premium products for their pets. I mean, uh, we've seen surveys, you know, where 72% of people believe uh, the quality of their pets' foods to match their own. And, and fresh pet pays in, plays into that uh that trend. Uh, they create a very high premium pet food, and 
you know, for people that want to, you know, premiumize and, and treat their pets in that way, you know, that's a, a solution and an offering for them. And this is an industry that will continue to grow. It's, it's uh, growing quickly, and there's estimates out there by 2025 well, this will be a $270 billion industry. Um, so, again, it's, it's a place we are spending a lot of time looking, and, and we like to find stocks in this area, and Fresh Pet is one that we continue to believe in. And again, of course, pets uh, don't have to go to college, so they're a pretty good choice for people who are looking for <laughs> something that uh, can be, uh, again, a wonderful thing to have. And I think during the pandemic, too, with so many people uh, being stuck at home, I'd imagine that pet ownership is probably increasing right now. Oh, it was it was on fire earlier in the year. It's been a big year for pet ownership. And, and then again, Bob, we just talked about the last talk. I think when people give up on the matching with the human connection, they move to the pet connection, and sometimes that's a lot uh, more rewarding. Again, we're talking to Walt Secura, Stock Talk. If you have a question about a stock issue that you'd like to know more about, uh, give Walt a call. He's been doing this more than 30 years with the AKW Group now in Akron and in Washington, Pennsylvania. 330-673-1234. That's out of Akron. You're listening on W1R.com in the Pittsburgh area. You can call us toll-free at 800 669 So what about some of the other company reports in the last week? So much of this stuff got buried because of the massive election coverage, but they still kept reporting, and uh, what did you see that you liked? Yeah, a couple on our list, Bob. Again, Yeti uh, Holdings, which is a company in our small mid-cap portfolio, reported last week. Again, Yeti makes the high-end you know, coolers and drinkware and accessories. Uh, and impressive results, you know, 29% up in revenue, 126% up in earnings. Um, you know, SOC has had a really good year. We continue to like Yeti. Uh, we also saw earnings from Square and PayPal, uh, two electronic, uh, you know, payment uh, companies, and again, really good earnings out of both of those. So a trend that we continue to see. Uh, a lot of talk. You know, I know Apple is developing, uh, you know, an offering here. There's a lot of talk about a cashless society as we move forward, and you know, companies like this are going to be more and more important um, because obviously they offer solutions and a proven network already of how to take payment. Um, people are used to these payment methods, so I think those there's a lot of growth and potential in those areas. Talking with Walt Sakira of the AKW Group, and as we uh, mentioned at the top of every show, that the AKW Group, they invest their clients' money in individually owned stock portfolios. In other words, there's portfolios of stocks, but you as the client actually own those stocks. These are not mutual funds. These are not any kind of a indirect ownership. You actually own the stocks that they recommend in the portfolios that they have and whatever fits your particular interest or purpose. So let's talk a bit more about the philosophy of investing in the stock markets. Uh, when, if you start and think about putting money into stocks, think about going to the AKW group and saying, okay, I want to really be part of this, of this market, wh- where would you start? Well, I think, Bob, you got to start with a philosophy and um, and then a strategy and then tactics, which kind of lead to a game plan. So, you know, I spent a lot of time doing this. I've evaluated, you know, many, many managers over the 30 years of my career. Um, I've adapted my philosophy as time has gone on. And, you know, currently our philosophy is very simple and easily stated. You know, we invest in financially powerful, attractively priced companies. And when they're not, we sell them. And and I think there's two components of that that sound very simple, but there's a lot of work that goes into that. You know, you have to be able to determine financial power, and I think you have, you look at a lot of economic yardsticks or metrics that we talk about, like 
you know, sales and earnings and debt levels and capital expenditures and, you know, growth rates and, you know, a lot, a lot of real reality that you have to spend time diving into these companies and understanding, you know, the, the realistic and, and the common sense attributes of a business model. And then the attractively priced, you know, it's beyond this the price that we see the stock markets report. You know, you have to look at valuation. You have to have some kind of methodology, you know, to consider relative valuation or even intrinsic valuation, uh, which looks a little bit deeper at cash flows. So, again, you know, I think it's a you got to have a stated philosophy that drives you to action. Um, you have to have a good offense and a good defense. Sometimes you have to shift uh, between being offensive and defensive. Uh, you have to have a process that's repeatable and believable, and you have to have actionable information. I think in today's world, you know, we have so much information, but having information isn't the key. It's knowing how to make decisions with that information. And, you know, I've spent 30 years of my career to, to bring us the best information to our fingertips. Uh, we're always evaluating new sources of information, and it takes a long time for us to vet it and believe in it, but once we find something, we, we want to make sure it helps us make decisions. And, and I think that's the key to success, um, you know, with, with any type of investment process. So I would tell listeners, you know, make sure you have that philosophy. Make sure you have that strategy. Make sure your tactics, you know, definitely lead you to true actions that live out that philosophy and that strategy. And, you know, no matter what you think about in life, um, you know, you even think of football season right now, good good football teams do that. They have a good game plan, and they execute that game plan. And I, I think that's truly what you have to do to be successful. Let's take a call now for Walt Secure of the AKW Group on WNIR. Good morning. You're on the air. Hi. Uh, I wanted uh, to ask the uh, uh, Walt uh, his opinion of two stocks, please. Uh, the Trade Desk and uh, True Penya. Okay, Trade Desk. Um, and do you have symbols on those for me? Yes, I do. Uh, okay. Trade Desk is uh, TTD, Thomas okay. Thomas David. Yeah. And uh, True Penion is T-R-U-P. T-R-U-P. Okay, Trade Desk I'm looking at, and again, I'm not familiar, haven't done a lot of... Um, uh, you know, haven't haven't really spent a lot of time looking at this one, but I'm quickly just framing it up for you here. Looks like a self-service platform for ad buyers uh, to purchase and manage data-driven digital advertising campaigns. Uh, that's a big trend right now. I mean, we see more and more people looking for help with uh, social media and, and advertising and marketing type of uh, approaches. Obviously, you have to adapt them with the pandemic. Uh, looks like they've had a good year. They They kind of had a down quarter in June. Uh, but the last quarter is very strong, you know, up 32% in revenue and 69% in sales. Uh, so my quick view of the company looks like, you know, there's some momentum here, and they're playing in a very interesting market. So uh, definitely worth taking a look at. Okay. And then uh, TRUP, is that is yes. the second one? Yeah. Yes. So taking a quick look at that one. Offers medic, uh, monthly medical insurance plans for cats and dogs. So, again, playing into that, uh, you know, <laughs> that pet industry that we just talked about. Um, I know there's a lot of growth in this area. Our company just came out here at, at Baird uh, with a program through Nationwide that actually allows for pet insurance uh, through our, our uh, company plan. Um, so, again, yeah, good growth here in revenue, uh, 28%, 28, 28, 31. Looks like the revenue's grown well. Uh, still haven't turned profitability. So, again, this is an early developing company. But, you know, again, playing into the right industries and good growth rates and definitely uh, definitely an interesting stock to look at here as, as time moves forward as well. 
Okay. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for calling. And WNIR, get back to the phones. You're on with Walt Sakura. Morning. I wonder, is there any way to uh, get into Bitcoin without actually buying Bitcoin, like buying uh, Square or PayPal that's going to be taking it? Uh, is there any other way, a mutual fund or anything like that? Yeah, I, I, you know that's interesting. I'd have to look for, look at that for you for the week. I haven't really looked at that. I mean, I've looked at Bitcoin and you know, kind of the the stories and and the interest behind that over the last couple of years as an investment opportunity. I have a couple uh, clients that actually have bought some Bitcoin, so we've had some long discussions about it. But as far as you know, getting exposure in an exchange traded fund or you know maybe a company that's more mainstream that trades that is actually you know, providing some Bitcoin um, exposure. I, I definitely look at it for the week, and if you listen back next week, I'll, I'll make a comment on that for you. Okay, check out PayPal and Square. They're going to be taking it as a payment. R- right, and I think that's a, like I said, I mentioned this a little bit earlier, I think those are both uh, more mainstream ways to play, you know, electronic payment as, as we go forward. So, yeah, that's definitely a good observation there. On the minimum required distribution on your IRA, is there an income level uh uh, income max, uh, do I have to take out my minimum required distribution? Or uh, this, for, for this year, the SECURE Act um, obviously, you know, gave people some uh, ability to leave that RMD for the year 2020. Um, so, again, we'd point you back to your, you know, tax advisor or, you know, who, who you're working with there. But, yeah, our understanding, you know, and our a lot of our clients have chosen not to do their RMDs this year and taken advantage of that uh, SECURE Act uh, provision. Okay, thank you. I'll listen next week. Thank you. Okay, sure. And thank you very much for calling and for listening to Walt Secura on Invest Wisely here. The AKW Group, as we Walt just talked about, is affiliated with the Robert W. Baird Private Wealth Management Organization. They can provide review not only of your stocks and investments and give you an investment plan, but your estate plans. They can review your taxes. They can talk to you about Roth conversions and, and the required minimum distributions, your Social Security analyses, many more things. And as we've also been talking about, a new office opened this year in Washington, Pennsylvania with Sue Marshall and the head of that one and uh, tell us more about 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 your team about the people in washington the people here in uh, fairlawn absolutely um bob you know we have a strong team here in, in akron um my partner dan Strebler and i have been doing this for over 30 years we have a, a, an amazing uh, team of individuals here allison castle um abby talbot she's sue Schechter. you know i do an amazing job taking care of our clients and and we also have uh you know teamed up with uh, sue marshall out of washington pa and you know, Sue has a long, uh, you know, 20-plus years of experience as well. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a great team of people. And, and, again, we can reach some different areas now from here, as you said, over to, uh, you know, to the Pittsburgh area, uh, outside of Pittsburgh. So uh, I enjoy my team. I enjoy our business. Uh, as I said, it's, it's a pleasure when you can come in every day and you're excited to pick the phone up and, you know, talk to anybody who calls in, and, and you're excited to see the people that you work with. And, you know, it's a, it's a really, I'm a very blessed man at this point in my career. You can call, of course, the uh, group here in Akron. They have a local phone number in Fairlawn at uh, 234-466-7476. That's 234-466-7476. Walt's office is at 3560 West Market Street over there in Fairlawn. They have a toll-free number there, too, at 844 388 Four nine five three eight four four three eight eight four nine five three. For those listening in in uh, Western Pennsylvania, and they're going to get again in Washington, Pennsylvania, Greater Pittsburgh, call Sue Marshall and her team there at the AKW Group in Washington, Pennsylvania. Four one two four eight zero 
412-480-5090. That's 412-480-5090 for the AKW Group in Washington, Pennsylvania. Again, they provide all the services that you could need, and they really would like to sit and talk with you about investing in their individual stock portfolios, uh, talking about the market, whether you want to give them all your money or part of their money, uh, talk with them. It doesn't hurt to do that, 234-466-7476. So we have the uh, big news behind us. Now we're looking forward to the end of 2020, and uh, as they say, anything could happen, but uh, I guess the market's kind of hoping that good things will happen next week. For sure, Bob. Yeah, I think we're going to go into next week um, just paying attention to the aftermath of the election and, you know, where where we're headed there. Uh, We got some more earnings reports coming out this week that we'll pay attention to and a slew of economic data. Um, So, again, we we do the continuous same things we do every week and, you know, continue to work hard and, and we'll work till the end of the year and see how things move forward. Once again, the AKW Group in Akron, 234-466-7476. In Washington, Pennsylvania, 412-480-5090. You can also check them on the web at akronwealth.rwbaird.com. I think you can pick up some uh, podcasts, too, there, of our previous broadcasts on uh, Invest Wisely. So, again, Walt Sakira, give him a call. Tell him you heard him on WNIR, Kent Akron, 234 234- 466-7476, the AKW Group in Akron and Pennsylvania. Walt, have a great week. Thanks, Bob. During today's broadcast, the following individual stocks were mentioned and discussed. Alibaba Group Holding Limited, BABA. Apple Inc., symbol AAPL. Fresh Pet Inc., symbol FRPT. PayPal Holdings Inc., symbol PYPL. Peloton Interactive Inc., symbol PTON. Square Inc., symbol SQ. The Trade Desk Inc., symbol TTD. Trupanion Inc., symbol TRUP. And Yeti Holdings Inc., symbol YETI. Please note that Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated makes a market in all of the securities of these companies discussed during today's broadcast. In addition, Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated and or its affiliates, managed or co-managed a public offering of securities for Alibaba Group Holding Limited, symbol BABA, Fresh Pet Inc., symbol FRPT, and Yeti Holdings Inc., symbol YETI, in the past 12 months. Also, in addition, Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated and or its affiliates have received investment banking compensation from Alibaba Group Holding Limited, symbol BABA, Fresh Pet Inc., symbol FRPT, and Yeti Holdings Inc., symbol YETI, in the past 12 months.